0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Beyond Barriers session today. And today we wanted to talk a little bit about feedback loops and feedback, only because for a lot of individuals that we work with uh, here at Beyond Barriers, it is performance review time where, you know, conversations are happening about career, about what's next. And we really wanted to talk about how you can make sure that this becomes a less stressful experience for you. Because many times people associate performance reviews with feedback, feedback feeling a little negative, and really thinking about how you can look at feedback as a gift. And really also understanding how valuable feedback is in order for you to grow and really be able to accelerate your success in the workplace. And part of this reason is, is because research has shown that women and minorities and BIPOC professionals in particularly don't get the constructive feedback that they need as often as they need in order to continuously grow. And there are lots of reasons for that. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But really thinking about annual performance reviews, they're approaching many people may be going through them or filling out their self-assessment, asking peers to review them, et cetera, to get 360 degree feedback. But again, this whole process can be extremely stressful. And how do you set yourself up for success? And how do you make sure that in the future, this isn't the only time that you're receiving feedback, right? Because the reality is, is that part of the reason many of us don't get or don't grow as quickly as we want to in our organization is because we aren't necessarily seeking out that feedback intentionally more than just the one or two times a year that our organizations establish the feedback loop for us. And managers sometimes are apathetic to have career development conversations or feedback or performance review conversations outside of those Biannual or annual review periods, which, if you really think about it, how much are you going to grow if the only time you're getting feedback is once or twice a year? You may see an exponential kind of growth spurt after you get that feedback, but then you kind of fall back into this rhythm where you may be doing things but aren't getting that constructive crit- criticism on uh, how to get better. And maybe criticism isn't the right word, but the constructive feedback, right? Or the feed forward some people like to like to say. And so it is really important for you to really start thinking about how do you become the, that intentional person who will actually seek out feedback and start shifting our mindset to believe that feedback is a gift. And when you start establishing effective feedback loops, you can really start gathering input not just from direct managers or you know that really are key to your performance, but how do you start leveraging the community around you, the peers you're working with, pro- you know the project teams that you're working with, so that you are getting feedback from lots of different individuals, so that you are being able to constantly innovate um, and keep leveling yourself up as you get this feedback. And so it's really important to think about the amount of feedback you're getting, because if all you're getting is feedback once or twice a year and you're gathering it from your peers and whatnot, great. But just think about it. If You were given feedback that your performance wasn't that great and wasn't that stellar. Wouldn't have been nice to know back three or four months ago, six months ago, what you were doing wrong so that you could, of course, correct it. And so if you think about getting feedback once or twice a year and you're not happy with the way that your career is progressing, then think about what if you were to start getting feedback once a month? That's 12 different times that you would be able to iterate and really innovate and level up in your, in your career. What if you were having a bi-weekly session with, you know, your, your manager? That's 24 times a year where you would be able to pivot and think about it as you start developing these feedback loops and start getting more regular feedback. If you start shortening the interval, the type of feedback you get, is going to be start becoming very positive, constructive feedback on how you can continuously get better. And you're not having to cringe or be afraid when you're meeting once a year to hear about all of the things that went wrong and all of the things that went right or vice versa, right? And so if you're continuously building this muscle of, conti- of always asking for feedback, you're able to pivot and shift and really grow at a much faster rate Think about it. Fifty-two, you know, fifty-two weeks in a year. If you had a touch point in your weekly meeting with a manager or weekly meeting with your teams, and you're constantly asking for feedback and constantly asking on how you can improve, imagine at the end of the year how much you're going to grow beyond just having one feedback conversation or asking your peers for feedback one time a year. So that's the key importance of it. The more feedback you can get, the, the, the better. And we do have to shift our mindset of thinking about feedback as a gift. Um, because feedback always allows you to improve. And, you know, I believe when I first thought about or heard about feedback being a gift, it was Warren Buffett who was encouraging us to think about feedback as a gift because and welcoming it, welcoming it with open arms, um, that anytime someone is willing to offer feedback, that is important because really think about it. Somebody who's investing their time to give you feedback to get better actually cares about you and it is a gift. If someone didn't really care about you and didn't care about how you were doing your work or you know how you were progressing, then they would just not even waste their time, right? So when somebody's giving you feedback, they're actually giving some of their time to you so that they can help you get better. And the more open you, you, the more you open yourself up to collecting feedback, the more valuable data that you're going to collect over the course of the year, over the course of your your. Really lifetime of your career as you continuously get feedback and it's essential in order to grow and develop. And especially in today's workplace, feedback is crucial in developing yourself as an individual, developing talent around you, improving morale, right? If you know, you're able to course correct and you know the things that you're doing wrong and you can fix them, then Really, you're going to start aligning yourself with success and really being able to define on what it is that you need to do to get ahead. And this is important. And it's important because if we think about performance reviews and how we're capturing how what your manager really considers to be your performance and how you are evolving, all of these performance reviews end up being a data point in your organization that helps them make decisions on promotions on you know on your on your overall performance and on compensation and other things as well other types of programs or benefits that they're offering to help develop bigger i mean more talent and helping develop more leaders in their organization so you do have to invest time on making sure that your performance review isn't just some project that you do only once a year to your chagrin, because this is a this is you know a stressful time where you're going to get feedback. And so, really thinking about you know it, that you want to make this as a welcoming experience as possible for yourself. And research has shown, right? Uh, there's a professor, an executive coach, and instructor at Stanford Graduate School of Business. Um, Ed Batista, who says that the research shows that when they poll individuals around receiving feedback and performance reviews, that it's a stressful experience. And really getting you to understand, though, that the more often you put yourself out there and you're intentional on getting the feedback, you develop a muscle where it just becomes easier to initiate conversations around your career development and really having feedback conversations once a week or biweekly, that you're going to be less surprised and actually get more opportunities to modify your behavior or uh, adapt to the skills or be able to understand what success means to your direct manager, to the team lead, or whoever it may be. Now you have some real clear goal points of like, this is what success looks like, and you're able to iterate more and more. What if you could pinpoint the invisible ceilings limiting your success? Imagine having clarity on your strengths and barriers so you can take action and gain unstoppable momentum to advance as a future-ready leader. Well, that's exactly what the Beyond Barriers quiz will help you discover. You'll get your personalized score based on the 25 essential elements proven to accelerate success in the digital age so you can understand what's holding you back and where to focus your efforts. The Beyond Barriers quiz is completely free and takes just a few minutes. Go to iambeyondbarrierscom slash quiz and take the quiz today. And so the important thing is, is how do you leverage your community to do that? You shouldn't just be getting feedback from one individual because, again, feedback can be subjective, right? Um, but it's important to know who the key stakeholders are and who are the people who are actually going to be defining your performance and defining what success looks like and making sure you're having that two-way communication with them as to how can you constantly get better. And this is something that is a muscle that you're going to build and really thinking about, you know, what are the three steps in order for you to really start getting continuous feedback loops from key people so that you're constantly growing? But first and foremost, you have to get right with yourself when it's about getting feedback and understanding what state are you in? when people give you feedback, are you putting up a defensive kind of like, you know, just listening and waiting for the feedback and sending messages to the person who's giving you feedback that you don't want to hear it? Or are you, you know, fearful of it, that they're reading it and then they're sugarcoating the feedback and not giving you the real candid, constructive feedback that you need. And it's important to know that because in this world, it's really hard to give feedback. You, it's, you know, as bad as it is to receive it, it's sometimes even harder giving feedback. But understanding that the person who is investing the time and being brave and courageous in giving you this constructive feedback, that it's important and they are giving you a gift and knowing yourself, right? I had, I learned the hard way, right? I realized when I felt like I was getting stuck and I was getting left behind by peers and I wasn't progressing. And then someone asked me, well, how much feedback, what are you doing wrong? What do you need to fix? And I was like, well, I don't know. And they were like, well, have you been asking for feedback in really understanding what it is that you need to do to level up and get better? And I remember realizing that I was being passive. I was kind of being, I was being passive and waiting for feedback to be given to me opposed to asking for feedback. But I also knew that I was someone who just had this involuntary reaction that sometimes when I was getting feedback and it wasn't great or stellar feedback that I would start tearing up and I would start crying. And of course that sending a message to someone where they would just clam up and say, you know, oh, but you know what? And they would just drop it and not give me all of the feedback. They were trying to do something to make me feel better after that. So I learned that whenever I was going up to establishing a feedback relationship with someone that I would tell them, hey, I you know, am a really ambitious individual. I want to grow. And the only way I can grow is if I get constant feedback from you. So I want to establish a you know, feedback loop with you that I'm open to hear feedback. With one caveat, I want you to know that I, for some reason, when I get, you know, hear feedback that I'm not doing very well, it's kind of a personal thing for me and it's involuntary, but I might cry or you might see some tears, but it doesn't mean for you to stop. What I want you to do is keep giving me that feedback and till I grow this muscle and I stop, you know, am I able to stop the tears? And I just remember one manager one time when I told him that, I said, listen, I might cry. But I want you to just keep going. Like that's just an involuntary thing that happens with me, and I've got to learn to get past it. But I, most importantly, I need the feedback. And I remember that manager looking at me and kind of chuckling and rolling up his sleeves and saying, "Okay," and pulled out a Kleenex, a, a box of, of like tissues, and put them in front of me and said, "Okay, you know, let's do this." But I gave him permission to give me the feedback that I needed to keep growing. And honestly, after the second, third conversations of getting real feedback from them, good or bad, that intrinsic, whatever it was, that involuntary tear, you know, the tear ducts or the tears went away. And so it is a muscle and you learn to develop it. And so that is the important thing of understanding that, you know, Getting feedback is super important, but also you need to engage in it. And so that way your performance, your end of the year performance reviews aren't you know, the first time that you're hearing of what you were doing wrong. But instead, it's validation of all of the feedback you've been getting and how you've been putting into action. And your end-of-the-year performance reviews end up being kind of a report card of all the great things you did and what you've done to grow so far. And it's not the starting point anymore. That ends up being more the finish line of you've been getting feedback all along and your performance review is the time where you get to celebrate the accomplishments talk about the accomplishments record the accomplishments and leveraging that and making sure that you have a very well rounded performance review that can be leveraged for promotions for you know performance high performance ratings for compensation decisions for you know any kind of fast track leadership programs etc so that is the key that this information is leveraged by your HR departments, by your leadership development partner. I mean, departments. And so you want to make sure that you aren't just kind of lobbying it over in terms of, oh my God, I have all of these performance reviews, self-reviews, and things like that. Understand that these are critical data points that, that organizations use. So step one is make sure that you are defining The kind of feedback that you want. What's the objective? Think about your specific objective for the feedback. It may be that you want to see, you know, what, how you're doing as a whole, but it also may be a very specific competence or a very specific project that you're working on or a very specific um, human soft skill that you're trying to develop, whether it's, you know, public speaking or any of those types of things. But really try to hone in on and have a specific ask of, can you help me? on this specific thing? What is the feedback that you can give me on this particular thing? So be specific, have an objective of what kind of feedback that you want. Then make sure that you're choosing the right people to get feedback from. You can't just ask anybody to give you feedback because that's not effective. And you also have to let them know that you're going to ask them for feedback so that they aren't just kind of Trying to think back of like, oh, let me think that they are actively watching you from now on and saying, okay, Monica wants feedback on how she's presenting. So, the next team meeting we have, the next project pitch we have, or something, I'm going to be watching her closely so that I can give her really great feedback and something more than, you did a great job, keep doing what you're doing. That's not going to help you get better. They coming back and saying, hey, I realize that when you pitch, you're fidgeting a lot or, you know, you could condense, you know, the your slides down to five bullet points, whatever it may be, you're going to start getting constructive feedback if you're intentional and let them know that you want them to start really paying attention to you and helping you grow. And then really thinking about, you know, determining the approach, right? Ask for feedback. If you're going to be asking for feedback, you know, frequently, make sure that it becomes part of your weekly interaction, whether it's weekly meetings, bi-weekly meetings, or with, you know, monthly checkpoints. And so really telling these individuals like, hey, over the next, you know, have, have the specific ask and saying over the next three months, I would love if you would help me grow in this area. I'm trying to develop X. And I'm asking some key stakeholders of mine to really help me. And I'll set up, biweekly or monthly checkpoints for the next three months where you can give me this feedback so that I can iterate. One, it's going to give you the feedback that you need in order to grow. And two, the perception they're going to have of you is going to really be a really strong, positive one of you being someone who is open to growth, someone who is looking to growth, and someone who's being intentional on driving their career. So remember, feedback is a gift. And If you're relying on your once-a-year annual performance review to be the only time you get feedback, you are going to get left behind. So let's make sure that you are constantly being intentional and asking for feedback from now on on a regular cadence, um, much you know, much more feedback, be it once a month, three or four times a year, but definitely way beyond just that. Annual review, and you will see that the muscle of re- and you'll sh- you'll shift right away. That muscle on receiving feedback, being able to digest the feedback, and actually put that feedback into action, will be an amazing experience for you now. And you no longer are going to be hmm. really, you know, being in this space where you're fearful of receiving that feedback. So, I hope that's been helpful. And I hope that moving forward, your performance reviews will no longer be a stressful experience for you. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there, and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and tell a friend about it. And subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit com, where you'll find show notes, links, and the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.